Welcome to Voice of Change, your radio program, raising transformational leaders. I am your host, Olajumoke Adeno. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. Are you ready for a paradigm shift? Then join me on this brief and exciting journey. This is the time Welcome to Voice of Change, your favorite radio program on leadership. We're not political on Voice of Change, but we're leaders. We're not politically polarized. We're not one party or the other. But we look at leadership and we learn from leadership. There's never a better time to learn about leadership than in a time of crisis. Because crisis shows who a real leader, a good leader is. We're looking at some leaders coming up in this crisis. And we see some people really proving that they have no clue and they have no reason to continue to be there. In the best interest of everybody, including their legacy and their reputation, they just need to step down. Right now, Lagos State of Nigeria, Ogun State of Nigeria, Abuja, the federal capital territory, are in a lockdown. Basically, the commercial nerve center of Nigeria is in a lockdown due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Reports are coming in that people are actually entering into people's houses and demanding to be fed. This is a possibility because a lot of people in Nigeria are actually daily paid, like you're a construction worker or a laborer. You don't work that day, you don't eat, and they need to be able to move around to earn. Now, what have we learned from the lockdown? What we've learned from the lockdown is mostly the middle class and the elite who have complied with the lockdown, just stayed at home. Number one, they understand what it means that a virus you cannot see or hear or feel can actually infect, then kill people. That's number one. Number two, they have the means to stay at home. They can buy enough food to stock up. Three, they can run generators because there is still no power as you are asking people to stay at home. This is so sad. People cannot store the food they have bought and stocked up. Furthermore, the majority of the vulnerable cannot afford hand sanitizers. They also don't have running water, which is actually a basic right of life. The first thing a good government should provide. They try to get clean water to drink. They're not going to use it to wash hands. They cannot practice social distancing. They sleep for five, ten in a room. Social distancing is a luxury of the well-to-do, of the comfortable. Therefore, should we not begin to look at solutions that work for us as Nigerians? When you're staring down at the barrel of a gun or on the other end of a machete, that's not the time you begin to worry about a virus. You will break the lockdown. And this is what is happening. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Voice of Change as we continue to look at how the leadership should and how the leadership really is in various ways and different cadres handling the COVID-19 pandemic. Voice of Change is sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation partners in Lagos and Canada. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Olajumo Kadino. And you can reach me on Twitter at Jumo the same handle on Instagram. We were just talking about the lockdown and how a copy and paste solution under pressure from any global body might not just be the solution to Nigeria's issues. This is where, like never before, it has become very clear that we need intelligent leaders. I remember advising someone in the presidency that we should shut down our airspace to flights coming from China, Italy and places at risk. This was mid-February. And they said, no, the WHO said when they do that, this and that and that. 
That's what the WHO said, truly. But was that the best? We're now exactly where I had advised at that time. We shut down the airspace. I mean, this has never happened in the history of the world before. The WHO, with all due respect, does not have the answers. Nobody has the answers. We must come to our own solutions ourselves. At this time, I thought what intelligent leaders should be doing is looking at the way COVID-19 is behaving in Nigeria. There's no other way to put it. The way it's behaving in sub-Saharan Africa. And see, why are there fewer deaths? What's going on? Is it the BCG vaccinations we took? We were all given BCG vaccinations. Almost you weren't asked. You had a baby in Nigeria, we're given a BCG vaccination. Is it the residual serum chloroquine in our systems as we get treated for malaria? These are the things we should be studying. What we do is welcome doctors from China, a region where we're hearing now that most of the statistics that came out from there are suppressed. That means the number of deaths were suppressed, the number of cases suppressed. In one word, we don't have reliable data. And that makes sense because China does not have a free press. In one word, it's difficult to learn from China. You hear whatever China wants you to hear. But the most staggering situation is a clip I watch on channels television from the Minister of Health. The interviewer asked, You've been commending the Nigerian doctors on how they have handled the situation. Why did you invite the Chinese doctors? And the Minister of Health said, we did not invite them. The company, and I think he refers to CCECC, a Chinese company, decided in their own wisdom to give them to us. And since they're here, we decided we're going to learn from them. And through conference calls, even when they're in quarantine, we'll begin to learn from them. I just want to quickly look at this statement and how absurd it is. Number one, you're telling us that the Chinese company working on the sovereign soil of Nigeria brought in Chinese doctors to breach the airspace ban without recourse to the sovereign state of Nigeria. In one word, at the very least, they breached the ban and broke the rules of the country that is hosting them and doing business with them. And that is okay by you, Minister of Health. There to be no consequences. Also, okay by the Minister of Interior. And there's not going to be any consequences to that. Two, an airpiece flight was flown out from Nigeria to China to bring back the donations in kind that CCECC are donating and the personnel came in with our flight. Are you saying the personnel stowed away? No leader knew that the personnel were on that flight. And if the medical, so to say, personnel were on that flight, who gave them visas? How did they get visas? Because the Chinese need visas to come to Nigeria, like Nigerians need visas to go to China. Three, if they got visas, then how can you claim not to know that they were coming? Four, no medical personnel can practice in Nigeria without being licensed by the Nigerian Medical Association. I know because I'm a licensed chartered architect, a fellow of the Nigerian Institute of Architects, having been chartered since 1993. You cannot practice a profession like architecture or medicine or dentistry in Nigeria without being certified and licensed by the professional body. Therefore, the Chinese cannot. They just cannot practice in Nigeria if the enemy does not license them. It's illegal. It's not a joke, it's illegal. Five, the Minister of Health says they're going to start learning by Zoom in quarantine. Interesting, breaking news. So they could learn by Zoom. Then why didn't they just sit in China and exchange information and knowledge like they want to do by Zoom? Why did they have to physically land in Nigeria? This is the same minister who, when he was asked, what the hazard allowance of the doctors is by the National Assembly, he said he doesn't know. 
it would have been better to just say 5,000 naira rather than say you don't know. If you don't know as Minister of Health, why are you there? In other countries, a minister, in quotes such as this, will step down. Crisis shows what leadership really is. And this crisis has handed this particular minister and his kind their report card. He is not competent to actually steer Nigeria in a pandemic. If people in leadership are making this kind of decisions and speaking this way, how then do you intend to learn from doctors from China? Aggregate the data, analyze the data, extrapolate from the data, adapt the data to your local conditions and come up with a solution. It's way too much of a stretch if we cannot even just make intelligent statements about the most mundane things. If you're a private individual, you're the private sector and you're trying to donate, you shouldn't be giving money just to be seen to be giving money. Let's do these things creatively. The private sector has always had more intelligent solutions. Can we donate in kind? Can we donate in a way that these things cannot disappear? It is said that the National Assembly was asking the Minister of Finance how a few trillion naira has been donated or expended in this period to the more vulnerable people. And they said, oh, all the records are with the Accountant General's office. The next day, the Accountant General's office burns down. It is terrible for people to want to profit off matters of life and death. Join me next week. I hope our leaders would have listened to what everybody is saying the state of security, the fact that looking at a dagger as someone wants to rob you of your food is more dangerous than a virus that you are not sure you're going to catch. Thank you for listening to Voice of Change. For inquiries, please visit www.vocnigeria.com and www.olajumakeadenawa.com It's time for change.